Okay. What's up, guys? This is your host, Greg Holroyd, and welcome to the Real Life Mind Reading and Magic Speaker Sessions. Let's do this. Hey, what's up, guys? And welcome back to the Real Life Mind Reading and Magic Speaker Sessions. I'm your host, Greg Holroyd, and thank you so much for taking the time of your day to listen to this podcast. And today's podcast name is The Difference Between BS and Real Life Mind Reading. I thought this would be a fun podcast to put together since at The Magic Speaker, we do tell people that we are concentrating on real life mind reading all the time. And with my history as an entertainer, of course, that often brings up some red flags for people. And we want to clear up straight off the bat exactly what we will be teaching at The Magic Speaker when it comes to real life mind reading. So let's get straight into it. Let's get the first thing out of the way. As an entertainer, when you see me performing, inverted commas, mind reading, most of the time what you're seeing is complete BS. I'm just keeping it real with you guys. I'm doing things and techniques from the magic or deception world to make it look like the real deal. However, that being said, there are small details that I do within these performances that help build the trust and relationship with the participant to actually allow me to influence them in that way to make them think that I'm actually reading their mind. So this pod- podcast, we're going to be looking at all the different things that I've learned as an entertainer, look at the stuff from the body language and the behavior analyst world that we'll touch on. Because the interesting thing is from the magician world, some of these techniques can actually help us when it comes to real life mind reading, which begs the question, Greg, what is real life mind reading? And in my opinion, Real life mind reading is simply the ability to attune ourselves to how other people feel and think to help build a trusting and meaningful relationship. Really let that sink in. The ability to attune ourselves to how other people feel and think to help build trusting and meaningful relationships. And at the Magic Speaker, the reason why we focus on this, because this, by building that trust in relationship, it puts us in a position to ethically influence that person in the interaction, where that may be a conversation, sales call, therapy session, coaching session. Honestly, this can be applied to so many different fields. It is insane. And later on in this podcast, we're going to be going through the most important thing you need to do before every single interaction to start helping yourself see areas of sensitivity and value drivers so you can actually start putting things in place before these actually become a problem or a barrier within the interaction. So we're going to go jump straight into my first experience with a mind reader was probably back at university. I had an audition for a entertainment agency and there was a psychic reader there. She was using tarot cards She did a reading on me at the time, completely blew my mind. Like I'd dabbled in the area of mind reading, didn't really hit it off too well. However, this interaction with this lady and this performing environment and this performing agency, sorry, is exactly why I started getting into the world of mind reading. So in the magic world, there are lots and lots and lots of different fields that you can specialize in magic. There's card magic, there's coin magic, there is close-up magic, there's stage magic. There's all these different fields. 
And one field that focuses on the mind reading f- side of things is mentalism. This is what we would call it in the magic world, mentalism, the idea of doing mental magic. The first kind of mind reading effect that I've did was an effect, an effect by Wayne Houching called Stigmata. Absolutely awesome effect. It's got some insane reactions very early on in my performing career. Essentially what would happen is a person would uh, think of a person's name or write a person's name down. They would focus on that person's name and I'd get them to squeeze my wrist and I'd get them to focus on the first letter of the name. And then like two minutes later, there'd, there'd be this burning sensation in my arm. They'd let go and there's the frigging letter burn into my arm. It got some crazy reactions. Should probably actually start performing that again, really, because um, I have so many different ways of performing this now. But that was kind of like my first effect into the mind reading world. And then once I started doing that, I started getting to other things like star sign divinations, which coin is the hands in because of Darren Brown. Of course, Darren Brown has a huge influence on my mind reading. You cannot live in the UK without him being an influence on your mind reading because he's so good at what he does. So after a while performing these kind of feats or mind reading demonstrations, I had lots of people asking me different questions like, what do I do? Because they believed I could do this for real at the time. And they was like, what, oh, can you, can you get pin numbers? Oh, can you tell me this, tell me that? And after what, I even started thinking like, if, what if this stuff was real? If I could legitimately read your mind, what are the possibilities with this? What would I use this for? And this is where I started getting into sales, relationship building, negotiation techniques. I've had numerous discussions with people about the therapy side of things. And it's just amazing to how many different fields this can be adapted to. Fast forward maybe two, three years when I turned maybe 2021. This is probably where I started jumping more into the mind reading side. I definitely took a year off just to focus purely on my mind reading side of performance. Didn't pick up a deck of cards or anything like that. I discovered Peter Turner's work, Colin McLeod's, Justin Miller had some interesting ideas around mentalism. And it was, it was getting really cool. But also as I started performing more, I started realizing that there was a certain responsibility with performing this kind of mind reading stuff. It's very different to performing magic because there is no personal relationship between the cards, for example. Whereas when you're reading someone's mind, you're dealing with personal experiences and emotions. And as a great Marvel show used to say, with great power does come great responsibility. So I always try and use these techniques to provide a positive experience and a happy experience with the audience. So with the world of mentalism from magic, when it comes to real life mind reading, you actually go through lots of different techniques to elicit different kinds of information from people. And there is essentially three different ways of doing this. Two, the first two methods are complete BSMR techniques, BS mind reading techniques, sorry. And then the third one kind of touches like baby stepping into the real world when you start really diving into this. And these three techniques are very simple. So when it comes to BS mind reading, the first way I could make it look like I'm reading your mind is I could have you make a free choice of something 
And then you would then unknowingly communicate that to me. One way of doing this is I might get you to write this down. I then might peek that information. I might have someone else communicate that in the audience who's actually working with me. There is a million different techniques of doing this. The second way of doing mind reading or making it look like I'm mind reading is we can go through a process of influence through psychology to make you feel like you've had a free choice. However, the entire time it's been a very restricted choice. So it's very likely I already know what that may be. Now, there are different techniques of doing this that work in varying degrees. I have ways of doing this with cards, which is pretty much 100%. However, there are other techniques that I utilize in the real world that are not 100%. So obviously, we as performers take gambles or we have to have a backup in case those things do not work. And then the third technique from the mentalism world that I look at and is probably baby stepping into the real life mind reading is cold or hot reading. So cold or hot reading is the, we'll go through cold reading. Cold reading is basically the technique of sitting down and having a conversation with someone and then speaking to that person as though you know exactly what's going on in their head. And what is actually happening here is that the speaker is using different techniques like universal experiences or statements, binding statements. It's actually a very easy skill to develop. All we're doing is, the way I personally do cold reading is I look at someone and I imagine that they're one of my friends and then I describe that friend to them. And I know full well that I'm not going to get 100% of it right. However, if you throw enough mud on the wall, some of it will stick. However, when you do this and you get lots of yeses and the person, you're getting lots of these statements on target, the person feels like you're building a really trusting relationship with them and it feels like you're going into their soul, which is why they trust you. And is also the reason why I consider this to be touching on the realms of real life mind reading. So I was doing this for years. I'll give you a few examples. Like universal experiences, for example, would be like um, the first time riding your bike, wet in the bed, a fear of, like a very common fear of spiders is something that I like to use. Anything that like could be a universal experience that you know more than one person is experienced, that would be considered a universal experience. Binding statements, I picked this up from like the world of dual reality and binding statements are essentially statements are two statements that conflict each other, but they are said in such a way that it makes you sound like you know what they are thinking. So an example of this would be you as the listener right now, strike me as somebody who is a very outgoing person in business, lots likes to make lots of connections, possibly consider yourself an extrovert at times. However, there's also moments in your life where it can also get a little bit too much and you know it's healthy to take that time away, have a little bit of me time, recollect your thoughts and get ready for the next task at hand. Task at hand. And all I've done with that statement right there, guys, is I've said, you're an extrovert and you're also an introvert. So no matter which one of those fields you are, whether you're an introvert or an extrovert, you're going to say yes to that statement. I learned this from a bunch of different books and techniques. The most useful book I came across was called the James Bond cold reading technique. Definitely check that out. There's lots of fun stuff in there and it teaches a cold reading method through 12 simple steps through a story. 
Now we're going to get into the interest stuff. Now we're going to fast forward to 2018 when I was probably like two, three years into the Power Academy, P-O-A-A Academy. Before this, it was very orientated around magic. Like Danny, the owner of the Power Academy, had a very clear vision. However, it just so happened a lot of the people he was talking to at the time, or from what I gather, were magicians. So it became quite magic orientated. However, the stuff we teach at the Power Academy can be adapted to so many fields, honestly. In 2018, Paul Gutteridge came to the Power Academy and he changed the game completely. Paul is a behavior analyst and a body language expert. He works in all different kinds of fields um, in terms of politics and the world of negotiation, works in lots of high-risk environments. He can't even explain most of his experiences in terms of what he does because of the nature of his work. However, he is the man when it comes to reading psychological body language, behavior analysts, methods for reading people with or without seeing them. A lot of the stuff I teach at the Magic Speaker Guy comes from this person's amazing wealth of knowledge. One of the courses I would highly recommend you guys check out is the No BS Body Language System by Paul Gutteridge at the Power Academy. I will leave a link in the description of this episode for you guys to check out. Whenever I took part of Paul's courses, it turned out a lot of the things that he was teaching, I had already accidentally discovered when I was doing my mind reading performances. And it's also worth me noting at this point, guys, during this point, before I met Paul, I was only using these techniques for mind reading performances. I wasn't really utilizing these in the sales world of my business, the marketing side, when it came to networking. It was around about 2018 when I met Paul, I started to really understand the body language and how to use this stuff for building trust in relationships. And the biggest thing that I took away from this was the baseline technique. Baselining is very simple. When I was doing this in mind reading for star sign divinations, I would spend five to 10 minutes talking to the person that I was about to read their mind. However, the first two sentences were designed to see how the person's body language would react to being positive and negative. That was the key outcome. So for example, I might ask them, have you been having a good night tonight? I'd let them answer. If I got a positive reaction, I'd make a note of their body language. If they had a negative reaction, I'd make note of their body language again. It wouldn't make a difference at this point. Once I finished that conversation, I would then ask a conflicting question to their response. So if they had a positive positive response, I now want to ask a question that's going to elicit a negative response. So if they ask a positive question, I might ask, has there been anything that's been bothering you this week? And then I'd let them answer that question. And because I've asked them the question that is whether there's been something bothering them, it's going to force them to react in a negative way. And you'll see how they react to negative feelings or areas of sensitivity. Once you understand the baseline, you take five to 10 minutes to go from there. You find out how they react in a positive and negative way. And the reason why we do this is as we go through the conversation, these are really good indicators when we see these again to whether these are a positive area of sensitivity or a negative area of sensitivity, or whether it's a value driver, where you have to take all these things into account, like the environment, context, so on and so forth. 
So hopefully that's super clear. I'll go through one more time. You find out how they react positive, negative, doesn't matter which happens first. Make a mental note of that. Then you go into the conversation. And then as you start seeing these different pieces of body language flare up, you're either, either able to make a mental note or a physical note if you're on a sales call. And you can start putting together a action plan on how you're going to deal with these areas. So what is the point of real life mind reading? This is a really funny question. You've kind of heard it from the previous thing we've just spoke about now with baselining. And that is we want to be able to spot areas of sensitivity early on before they become a problem or a barrier. Or we could just not deal with the area of sensitivity at all. It's just by being able to spot these early on, we don't put ourselves in a position where we may say the wrong thing and completely break that trust of the area of sensitivity. It's also really helpful to identify value drivers. And these are simple, simply things that motivate people to take action. You know, family, kids, these are all value drivers that motivate people to actually take action. Another super, super fun thing about this stuff is, guys, is as you start doing real life mind reading, you're going to end up learning so much more about yourself. You, of course, learn more about others. And it just so happens that it's a bonus that doing this stuff makes all of our in, all of our interactions more fun and interesting. No matter how you look at it, when you're sitting there and you're looking out for these shoulder shrugs, the micro expressions of disgust and contempt and all that stuff, it just makes your interactions a little bit more fun. And when you start being able to do this, you can start putting yourself in positions in life where you can start doing for win-win outcomes. I still remember some of the earliest times I did my first real-life mind reading when I was working at a bar in Leeds. It was an amazing place to work, loved every minute of it, and it was a perfect hunting ground to actually start working on my mind reading. Got really good at the mind reading, almost it got got so good at the mind reading point that I was actually seeing myself able to start reading people through emails and messages, which unfortunately led me to leaving the bar because it turns out I was getting messed around by the person who was booking me there. But that's not a story I want to get into because that is long gone in history. However, the lessons I took away from this were super important. So that pretty much wraps up this week's podcast, guys. Uh, this is where I am as a mind reader now. I'm pretty good at reading people, whether it be one-to-one, over the phone, Zoom consultation, I have lots of practice. I mean, I'm not perfect at reading people via messenger and email still. That's still very much a skill I'm working on. I'm going to keep sharing these ideas and insights to help you guys and other people. Once again, I want to say a massive thank you for taking the time to listen to this podcast this week. Next week, I have in store for you how to deliver an amazing speech. As I've been going to lots of networking meetings lately, lots of people, people have been asking me to do a tips and tricks podcast on how to deliver amazing speech so this that is what this next week's podcast is all going to be about thank you for listening guys this is greg holroyd your host and i look forward to seeing you next week so once again guys a huge thank you for taking the time to listen to this podcast if you do want to find out a little bit more about the magic speaker do go and check out www.magicspeaker.co.uk 
That is www.magicspeaker.co.uk. And don't forget to check out our social media pages and we look forward to seeing all of you back next week.